0: I have just, in the words of my people, been blarting. That's not Paul Blart for uh, anyone in North America. Blarting is um, is is crying. Um, it's it's fine. It's it's, it's all good. I, I'll say that off the bat. It's all good. It's fine. Um, I was watching the repair shop. the The very program that uh, s- now eight weeks ago. Well, we are in our eighth week, I guess. Uh, Inspired me to start this little project back up again. It was an episode... I haven't been watching them uh, week by week. So I'm probably behind significantly. Um, The episode I just watched... Was a really lovely one. It was a guy who brought in a diorama... Uh, over 100 years old a pair of clown shoes that were over 100 years old a table from a family table that had seen that had seen better days i'm trying to do uh i've forgotten his name now the man who the man who does the uh the repair shop it's not quite i can't quite get the accent right um Yes, um, and the last one was a gentleman in his mid-thirties who brought in a teddy bear, a blue teddy bear called Blue Bear. And normally that stuff doesn't doesn't really twig me. I don't really have, you know, I, I had my fair share of stuffed animals and I loved them dearly and I played with them every night and we did all sorts of things all sorts of little stories and stuff and havi was my yes he was called havi uh h a v v y or was he was he one v i can't remember but havi yeah i know it's not a name i know Sorry. Right. but he was called havi he was my bear um he was he was he was the good bear and then he went away things as i discovered later in life Things from my childhood did not survive the purge. There were multiple purgings in my house because <laughs> we lived on a, part of it. Is we lived on a street where there was lots of you know hand me downs or hand hand me acrosses. You know th- things things got given to kids a few doors down, and because like you know, no one on that street was like, well. I was going to say no one on that street is mega bucks, but that's not the point. The, the point was that those that were in need or could use some toys and stuff got things handed down. But I think Javi was probably in too poor a shape. Uh, I, I, I don't think he got. I don't think he got given away. I don't think my parents would have. Um, I think it was more that like he'd 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 seen better days, um, and so that's fine. But like I normally don't get that that kind of reaction. But what? did make me react was right at the end where they unveil the bear. And so, you know, he's he's been this poor bear was limp and leafless before being brought into the barn to be fixed by the bear ladies. Um And so he was, you know, he was, he was in a in a bit of a state and all this, you know, stuffing was all bunched up and he had an eye missing and nose wasn't in good condition and all that stuff and so they they plump him up good as new new stuffing uh, new eyes fix all that stuff give him a waistcoat and then they they do the you know every time they do a, a a repair they always do an unveiling so they 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 whip off the cloth and underneath is this bear and it it got me because oh, I'm going to go um the bear looked like he was just offering the biggest hug in the world. And it just, that's, it was just, he had these open arms. Going. He had these open arms um, that were just ready there to extend a big hug. And it absolutely got me and it's got me again. I'm actually crying. <laughs> it was, it was the sweetest image and it it, w- it was untempered by anything else, you know. It was, that was the only thing on the shot. I wasn't thinking about the emotional connection this gentleman had to his bear. Um, I wasn't thinking really of anything like that. Although, you know, I'm sure that that kind of stuff adds adds to it. It was the pose of the bear. There's just like this openness and just this. You know, we're all when you when you when you scrape away the edges and you scrape off the the calluses and the and the and the hardenings um that we get over time. The sort of the the you know, the stuff that calcifies and builds up. When you when you get all of that off, you you realise that we're just kids underneath and we just want, you know. Wanna be loved, wanna be hugged, all that stuff. Um and to see, I think that image, that image has always impacted me anyway of just like a big pair of open arms. I mean, I talked about uh, Elbow last Friday um, and that song, Open Arms. Um, there's something in that gesture that does it for me every time <laughs> and I think says so much, you know, it's. If I try and talk about it anymore, I really am going to become nonsensical. I'm not going to be able to. I'm not going to be able to speak. Um, what can I say? It's a powerful image to me. <laughs> Who'd have thought it? eh? Hey? well, I don't know. Um, but there, there we are. That's. Uh, I'm still. <laughs> My eyes are still glistening. I've got them. I've got them closed here, and they're um. They're all wet. I'm thinking about a big big hug big open arms oh so this is the lighthouse and you are so welcome to it this is this is what we do um every weekday uh i mean this isn't what we do every weekday usually it's usually not quite quite like this um but you know there's there's some there's some joy in what we do here some shared joy, and there's the biggest pair of open arms. Um And that's what you that's what you're always gonna get here, you know? Just a big old pair of open arms and a big old hug. Big old audio hug. And uh, that's what I hope to to give you for the next you know, twenty some odd minutes is a little bit of time and a little bit of space and a little bit of love. Because you tell me who doesn't need that right now, you know? Just a little bit, a little bit of the old unconditional. There's a a surfeit of cockneys on that program, so I think sometimes, yeah, I I, I might I might uh, I might get into a little bit of that. yeah, yeah? a little bit of the old uh, unconditional love, yeah, a little bit of uh, well-meaning support, yeah, yeah, a little bit of. Uh... <laughs> A little bit of compassion, yeah. A little bit of empathy, yeah, yeah. You want to bit of that? Lovely, lovely, good, gotcha. So the, <laughs> so listen, uh, let's let's have a little check in, shall we? Let's let's do what we do here. Let's bring this thing to to something resembling order. Um, I'm all, I've already decided uh, I don't. So I don't really share this on social media. No, I don't really know what. I don't know. I just I don't. Um, but I might I might I might share this one because it's a bit it's a bit lovely. I think it's a bit cuddly, right? We talked about cuddliness on Friday and and uh I explained the uh up hedgehog and down hedgehog to uh to a friend of mine. Um yeah, useful concept. I think I'm still in I'm still in down hedgehog, which is good. You know? Um obviously as 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 evidenced by the fact that I was <laughs> crying looking at a small stuffed bear. <laughs> There's obviously uh, a degree uh, of that going on. Um, but also, I I felt a sort of, I, I took care of myself, I think, uh, this weekend, which is nice. So with all of that in mind, let's have ourselves a wee check-in then, um, see how, you, how you're getting on. Let's um, ask, our, ask our brains, what's the brain, what's the mind, what does the conscious mind want you to be aware of? Right now that maybe something you can park, but notice for a minute and just take notice of it. Remind yourself that you'll come back to it, but that this next 20 odd minutes is just a space for you and that you've heard that thought and you're going to hold it and, and come back to it. Um, is there anything right now that you're thinking, yeah, that's been that's been bugging me? Or if we just give ourselves a few seconds of blessed silence see what pops up in in your brain, see if there's anything there that floats to the surface that you can notice and say, "Okay, I hear that. Come back to that later. Oh, dry your eyes, mate. (laughs) So, yeah, I I talked Friday about the sort of the the down hedgehog of, of just feeling a way of putting it was kind of cuddly and and wanting to be tucked up into a a little ball um, and and kind of held and protected and um, kept safe and looked after and all those kinds of things. And I think I managed to do a bit of that yesterday. And for me, like, I don't always know. So I can't remember if we did talk about this last week, but Sometimes the question comes up, what can, what can you give yourself to show that you care or to show support for yourself? And I often don't know. And for me, yesterday was just about getting a few things done. Now, I have a cleaner who comes in every couple of weeks, not because I'm a fancy rich boy but because it helps reach the uh, areas of the flat that uh, my eyesight might not um uh but that said the place needed a it needed a hoover for about 10 days and so that was really good not the fact that not really the end result although that definitely helped yeah, I could have put it off for another couple of days. And, and the sort of me of 10 days ago or the me of even a few days ago would have would have quite happily done that. But it was the act of doing it that was important, not the result. Uh, and I think that I think there's value in that sometimes. You know, it's not the act of, of cleaning out uh, a drawer so much. Oh, sorry, it's it's not the result of having cleaned out the drawer so much as it is the act of doing it of having done it of having exercised some agency and having done a thing you know it's something you can tick off and say you've done and there's something in the moment as well of going I'm doing something that improves my life even marginally and so I was pleased to have done that yesterday and it was a a few, a few other little things as well got a few little bits and bobs taken care of and just yeah as you know just potted around and that's really, that is sometimes so useful and so health, healthy and, and, and helpful. It's just, yeah, take those moments. And um, when you're feeling like you don't know what to do and you've got that sense of uh, lethargy or sense of inertia. So one of the things that really helped me a few years ago when I was like properly depressed, as as we now call it, up hedgehog, right? You little hedgehog, and then the spines come up, and then you become spiky and defensive, and you you know you you really will tell the world to go away. Um, when I was in that mode, and I, I I really felt it difficult, and I was almost scared by how little joie de vivre. Or, or um, you know, just how few uh, whatever's I had, you know, I just I couldn't I just couldn't with the day um, and not in a millennial way, you know, like, oh, I just can't with really, you, I just I really. I, and it was it was upsetting me how much of that I felt. And I knew I wanted to do something. I knew it would be good to move and to get something going and to do a thing. And so all I did was I promised myself, you know, what, all you've got to do so. You could go and empty the um, litter box. Just just go and, you know, you don't have to change it today, but just go and empty it. Go, You know, go and go and take the poop out and just do that. And you know what? You know what the first step to doing that is? Just get up. Just, just all you have to do now, right? This is it. All you've got to do now is get up, is just stand up. So I was, I was on the sofa. I was just sat on the sofa. All you've got to do is stand up. And then once you're up, it's like, okay, well, I may as well just walk the steps over there and take the litter box and take the top off and go and take the bottom and empty the litter and all that stuff. And then once you're up, you're up, right? And then you've sort of started doing things. then, Then you're in the mode of, okay, I'm doing things now. And in the end, I think I managed to get myself out to the high street shop, which is, you know, 15 minute walk away. With a with a bag or two to go and pick up something nice to make for tea, something that I would enjoy making, because um, I knew the the bits that I could get I could get at Sainsbury's, um, which was in the high street, and so yeah, just sometimes, just saying, all you've got to do is get up. Don't you know? Because it was, I think part of it was thing was sort of feeling overwhelmed about how many things needed to be done and how it was rubbish for not doing them and all this stuff and then if you just stop and just go no you know right now just get up that's what you got to do uh and so yeah that um that was a big help uh back in the day um so yeah just sort of pottering i think pottering is a is a really good thing Uh, that's what we call it. I think Americans call it puttering, but, um, it's fine. You know, it's almost as if different people say things differently. Um, yeah. So I, yay, yay for pottering. And uh, what else happened is that I got, I, I am now in possession of an air fryer. So today, as we know, um, is, uh, is is Meat Juice Monday? Is where we talk about meat juices, right? It's what we what we've been doing for the last few weeks uh, on Monday, and um, so I've cooked nothing but chicken so far, and I've done it for three days running, and it is superb. Um. So Saturday night, I got the I, I took possession of the of the air fryer, and I bought some chicken, and I made a a coating. Oh, since you ask, uh, salt garlic powder, paprika, uh and breadcrumbs and not very many breadcrumbs. And wanged them into the air fryer. I keep saying air fryer like that. Um made some wedges which i put in the oven and did some vegetables and ate it up. Yum. It was it was it was real good. Now an interesting like oh, I don't I don't know how, you know, life hack or whatever, but I bought the the wrong yogurt. Uh, I wanted the Greek natural yogurt, which I got, but I got that with honey in it, which I did not mean to get. And I tell you what, and because I, I thought, well, as I'm doing this, actually, you know what, I reckon this will work because I di- I wasn't using egg wash, so I was going. Uh, it could have been, you know, it could almost have been vegan chicken. <laughs> um, so, I, uh, but incidentally, uh, I'm a, a big fan of, um, of doing this with, uh, cauliflower. Uh, I'm going to do that soon because I think it will work better in the air fryer. Anyway, yeah, so I, uh, did the, ch- yes, so I, I did the, you know, put, put the chicken, um, in the, uh, in the in the in the Greek yogurt, the honey Greek yogurt, because then obviously then you've got a bit of a you know you got a bit of a honey chicken sweetness thing going on, and then and then dipped that goodness into the into the mixture, and uh, yeah, wanged whang, it in the air fryer with just a small amount of oil, and uh, it came out booming, it came out lovely, so nice you know crispy, um, so I was very pleased with that. And then the next day, I had a Sunday dinner like a Sunday roast with just. A similar coating again, uh, except no breadcrumbs. So it was just literally salt, um, garlic powder, and a bit of paprika. um, Which is basically what chicken seasoning is, I think. You know, when you buy, like, those uh, little jars of chicken seasoning, I think that's pretty much what you get. I know it's salt and paprika, um, commonly. Anyway, did that, and... In the in the in the in the little air fryer for uh, you know less than twenty five minutes. Sorry, I just had to tell a cat off. Um, and they came out glistening, my dude. I mean, oh boy, they and they. Oh my, oh. I'm sorry if like I'm sorry if you're not a meat person, but you know this this is. I think this will, you know, transcend meatness. But I'll stick with me just just for the the, the meat thing for a moment. What I was very pleased to discover is that the meat is that the the flavor did not just live on the chicken skin, but actually suffused all the way into the meat. It was real good, my friend. It was real good. So that was my Sunday roast yesterday. And and again today, <laughs> uh, along with also some leftover chicken that I'd coated um, on Saturday night. So uh, yeah, uh yeah at to the air fryer and and also genuinely as a point of um usefulness or whatever it's very good for uh efficiency in terms of energy usage we are uh, after all in an en- energy crisis and so using an air fryer which is you know effectively a tiny oven but that just where the air just moves in this particular way with a fan and stuff Um, it's just like a tiny fan oven, but special and with magic in it. Um, and that sits on your counter and yeah, I mean, it's not like you can, you know, replace your oven or anything, but I'm going to cook as many things as I can on this bad boy because that's going to save a lot of electricity. Um, it's so much more efficient. It doesn't take that long to preheat. And yeah, I mean it makes sense, right? It, it just makes sense to cook as many things as you can in this little cooker. I mean that they, they tend to be small. So you struggle if you're, if you're a multi-person household, uh, you might have to get a bigger one and that they, they don't come massive anyway. So they tend to have, Oh, sorry. They tend to have fairly small receptacles, but you know, fine, fine for, fine for what I'm doing. I got four pieces of chicken in there. No bother. Um, but yeah, I, I, am, I am a fan of the air fryer. I will, I will sing its praises. I'm going to do a steak uh, sometime over the weekend as a little treat. Bought myself a ribeye. Uh, I'm going to do that because I saw that there was a steak option. And then I'm going to just start looking at lots of other recipes. I want to see if I can do salmon in it. Um, I don't know if it will work. I don't see why not, though, because you can fry salmon, I'm good. I usually steam my salmon. That's what I like to do. The skin doesn't come out nice, but I don't like fish skin anyway. Um, I never have. It makes me feel icky. It's 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 very much... A, it's it's too flimsy and at the same time sort of hard. Like it's flimsy but also thin. And thin and flimsy things, especially in a food environment, make me feel uh, like I would like the food that is in my belly to leave my belly. It just... It really does make me feel nauseous. Um... But the actual like flesh, uh, meat of of like a, a salmon fillet, you steam that sucker, and eat that up. Yum! I mean that is that's real good, and it really doesn't need a lot. You know, a little bit of salt. This is Mark's uh, culinary Monday. It would seem, um, as we as we discussed, it's meat juice, meat juice Monday. That's what we what we do here. Um, but yeah, I tell you, what, that's that's really good. I used to do it with tuna steaks as well, and that, you can do that in. I think you can steam those, but they'll they'll fry up nice as well. So I might have to give those a go. Lots of nice healthy foods, um, and you know, the point is, you're using a tiny amount of oil, like really, really tiny amount of oil, um, and you're not even like you just spray a bit in the bottom of the pan, and then you. Like you are literally golden, um, or your food is. So it's a he- it's a it's a it's a healthy way to go, I will say. And yeah, a lot more efficient than using the oven, as my friend pointed out to me this morning. It's like, yeah, they just started using it for loads of stuff because, yeah, why, why turn on a giant oven, and use all the electricity that uses, when you can use something a quarter of the size. So yeah. So that'll be fun. So on a sort of meta note then, I, yeah, I have been s- sort of struggling to find a theme, an actual theme for our Mondays, because uh, I was dissatisfied with last week's... Uh, me- uh, what was it? Mech Story Mondays, and we're already doing a-, a Tales thing tomorrow, and if I don't find any more tall tales, one of the things I've been thinking of doing is just reading stories. It's just like, let's take an old story and uh, and just read that for 20 minutes. You know, I'll still have a natter at you. Uh, and then for the you know like for the for the back twenty we'll we'll just sit and, and read a story for a bit. So I think that'll be Tuesdays. Uh, but if you've got any ideas for what we should do of a Monday, I can't tell you why it's a it's a Britishism, uh, a mostly working class Britishism that I've always I've always disliked, and I couldn't tell you why of a Monday. I don't like it. I don't like it when people say of a Monday or of an evening. I don't like it. Stop it. Um. Anyway. <laughs> uh, if you've got any ideas of what to do, preferably something that begins with an M, I think that would be good. I was thinking like memoriam Mondays could uh, find someone interesting who's no longer with us or who died on this day or who maybe was born on this day and is no longer with us. And we can mem- memorialize them. And um, I mean, we'll be we'll at least be good for 52 of those um so i used to do that uh, i used to have a show called the 2014 show and i do like births and deaths you know who was born on this day died on this day if it was anyone interesting and uh, we do that and like news of the week and all that kind of stuff and that was a fun little show that was my proper sort of that's when like for me podcasting really i turned it up a notch because, as I say in all my literature, I've been doing it since about 2008, um, took a break. Well, mm, not really, because I went video. I actually went video for a bit. I pivoted to video in 2011. So I guess 2012 is maybe when I wasn't doing anything. But I did. I, I made a pivot to video, and I even tried... This lasted for all of five minutes. Um, I created something called Poddle. Now, Poddle, as we know it now, uh, is a game that, because uh, everything now, any guessing game has to end in D. right? So we know that now. Apart from framed, framed should be called framed in order for it to be part of the zeitgeist. But we have World, we have Hurdle, we have Tetraquerdle or whatever. Uh, redact, redactle, redacturdle, something like that. Um, I mean, there should be a Discworld game called uh, A in the Giant Turtle, shouldn't there? Yeah. Um, wow, that's a big tangent. Oh, that one, that one hit me. I don't know where we're going from here. Um, we, we can, we can, we can get back to it. I I know we can. I know we can walk this back because I was talking. I tell you what, I almost feel like a little bit fearful whenever this happens I'm like oh no the listener's going to be disappointed in me what's going to happen and it's like I always managed to find my way back um but now I've you know buried us in in, in further tangents but uh, yes I was talking about um uh the, the the yeah we we so we 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 did the we did the we've done all of the things about the cooking of the meats in the in the air fryer uh, and then I was asking for your feedback uh on what we could do for uh Mondays. Um and then we got into word games. Um and you know, the a game a game that should end in uh, in, in games that should end in DLE. Um Oh yeah, so Poddle. There you go. I told you we'd get there. So Poddle. as it before before the uh podcast people that did their thing. Uh, and called their thing Poddle. Uh The first iteration of Poddle was, well, to, to my knowledge anyway, was this thing I created called TV back in 2000 and... Oh, was it early 12? It was early 12. And it was video podcasting, which nobody wants. Nobody wants video podcasting. Nobody has ever really wanted video podcasting. It's not a thing that people desire. And yet... I made a thing to make video podcasts. Um, So it did, you know, the most expensive podcasting. Uh, So yeah, I made a thing and you would get a poddle page and you could upload your video. It was using code that I'd written for a failed startup. I talked about the failed startup uh, a few weeks ago. Um, But I'd I'd had this code because one of the things that the failed startup needed was the ability for you to record video on iPhone or Android or whatever, and for it to be playable back on on any device and on the web uh, without using Flash and all that stuff. So I'd, I'd written the code to do that uh, using um, some software called FFmpeg, which you can make talk, you can make a computer use it and, and you know, you spit video out that way. And, uh, and so because I had that code, which is stuff I've been doing now for over, a, well, yeah, I guess a decade now. Using using ffmpeg to do stuff, um, I thought, okay, well, that's that's you know, I can I can use a, a bit of that. I think I'd already decided that maybe I'd, I'd already decided that Meeglue the startup was dead or Moribund. I can't remember. Either way, I had this this code, and so I thought, oh, well, you know, I could use this. Um, so it, it will take video in pretty much any format, which it did. That's the great thing about ffmpeg; it's very forgiving um had to do a bit of stuff around like orientation so if your phone's in landscape uh it knows what to do or portrait you know it can do the rotation and stuff um but you could you could record your podcast and you could upload or you record your episode upload it um and it would then i guess give you an rss feed and the page on the on the website and yeah like there's no there, there was no call for it then it was way too underpriced um it was like a fiver fiver a month which is way too cheap but i didn't know that then it felt it actually felt expensive <laughs> um and and you know more importantly nobody wants video podcasting nobody's interested in it um not as in like uh the the way podcasting works which is the file is typically downloaded on the you know uh, on demand um and is that stored on your phone so you know that thing has to be downloaded and then stored in your phone like that there's, there's no 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 we just want to watch our video when we want to watch it uh, and we we're, we're, we're fine using youtube so uh that's fine i mean you know it was it was it was fun having a little go but that was poddle and then i liked the name and so a year later uh, i would start Poddle up again as a new thing, as a basically a podcast network. I just like the name, so I created uh, which then moved to poddle.io because I'm a weird person around domain names. Uh, but I, I, I got the idea at some point in 2014, late 2014, maybe early 2015, that it was going to become like a media... Uh, it was going to become the answer to Nerdist in the UK. Like, I just have these wild fantasies I can't help it Uh, but we had a few little shows I was doing a few I had some friends doing shows and I would just approach people and say hey do you want to put a show on the network and and that's it you know no nobody got charged for hosting I was hosting it all I'd written the whole the whole back end all of the stuff Um, so all everybody had to do was just upload their episode and it was good and it was good to go Um, and so I you know I learned a few things there you know did the RSS feed and all that went all that went fine um, which is weird. I sort of don't think about that much now. But yeah, back in 2014, I was running the 2014 show uh, using my own, you know, my own delivery mechanism. God knows how many mistakes I was making then that I wouldn't have known. You know, it was only after having built one that ran in the real world that had real world requirements and real world expectations and something approaching scale in certainly in terms of demand of episodes, not necessarily in terms of number of, of active like, um, paying subscribers, Well, you know, we had enough, but like in downloads, there, there, there were some, there was one show that was really big, uh, as in like hundreds of, I think, cumulatively hundreds of thousands of downloads, big, it was a big show. Um, and the thing stood up fine, like, you know, and, and, and it worked everywhere. Um But, yeah, you know, who knows what I was doing back in 2013 when I wrote the uh, original code, but uh, it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, Poddle has been a name that's uh, existed around podcasting for quite a while. So every time I hear people talk about the Poddle game, I'm like, yeah, I made that. Th- oh, no, I didn't. I didn't make that thing. <laughs> but we used to do <clears> – <throat> they used to do – um we used to have, like, games – uh, on the website so um there was a website called us versus them which i was rem- reminded of earlier and i, I i'm aware we're we have time so i won't keep you much longer and there was a website called us versus them which it's hard it's hard to explain so I, I sort of won't won't bother with it now um there goes my computer talking to me again but uh yeah it was um it they just had like games and gags and and funny things on it and i ended up building some myself for for Poddle, um which is still, i've i've got them available somewhere they are actually playable uh some of these games that i built but they were, like one of them my 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 um one of my favorites being the bohemian rhapsody soundboard you could play bohemian you know the um <clears throat> sorry I see a little all that stuff, Scaramouche, Scaramouche, uh, all the way to uh, for me. You know that bit. You could. It was all playable on the keyboard, so you could hit a key. It started from Q, so Q would be the sample for. Um, uh, is it? I, yeah, I, I'm just a poor boy. Nobody loves me. Um, is, that where, how, is that how it starts? Uh, no, it's I see a little silhouette of a man. Yeah, that's how it starts, isn't it? <clears throat> uh, and so that would be Q. And then Scaramouche, Scaramouche, Will You Do The Fandango would be W. Thunderbolt and Lightning, Very, Very Frightening Me would be number three. And then all the Galileos. Um, So the first one was, you know, on R and then the next one was on T and you could just go back and forth. Galileo, 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 Galileo. Um, yeah, and it would go all the way through and it was, it was, that was a lot of fun. There was a Boris Johnson soundboard back when he was, when, when we thought he was harmless and funny and, you know, well, not harmless cause he messed up London, but you know, um, ultimately mostly harmless is what we thought. Uh, and so there was a Boris Johnson soundboard. There was a riff, a thing called riff match, which was quite fun, which was the game memory. Uh and then but on the backs of the cards, or on the front front of the cards, I guess, were Beastie Boys lyrics. Uh specifically to the song Intergalactic in pairs. And so you'd see all these things, and they weren't really up long enough, but um you'd see them and then they'd all flip back round again. And then you'd hit a card and it would play, you know, Well, now don't you tell me to smile and then you'd have to find the corresponding card that went we stick around and make it worth your while right and you had to go through that and there was like 16 cards uh and you'd, you'd have to get the corresponding response to the opening line cool idea right cool idea uh, <laughs> i had fun um i had fun on the internet oh I remember that I remember having fun on the internet anyway listen uh, i've kept you long enough uh, my throat's getting a little bit scratchy now so i need to go and have a big cough uh it's what happens when you know when you have a little cry i guess oh thank you for spending the last half uh hour and a bit with me and uh, for hearing my uh hearing the weird things that push my my weird buttons but uh yeah it means a lot to spend this time with you so uh do as the uh as my outro will say if you know someone who would just appreciate spending a bit of time like just needs to hear a friendly voice every once in a while maybe someone's going through something and they just need a bit of yeah just just something in their ears that doesn't feel like it's not it's not the latest crime drama um, or you know true crime thing it's not a piece of fiction that they have to keep up to date with there's no gossip that you know they just want a bit of a friendly voice in their ear for half an hour to just help the you know Help the the evening go a little bit smoother, or whatever. Then do send them my way. Uh, the Lighthouse FM is the place to do that because uh, it'd be nice to grow this little family again. We're um we're down to we're down to a bare few. Uh, and I, you know, straight up, it's I do this out of love, so it's not really something I can put a lot of money into marketing wise. Um, so if you think that you know someone who would benefit from this. Uh, I would really appreciate it if you would send them away. You know, just send them to thelighthouse.fm, uh, and uh, you'll find the, all the buttons to subscribe to the show uh, and follow it from there. But I'm here every day, uh, every weekday, um, and, uh, and we are we are approaching episode fifty with uh, where you know we are hurtling ever uh, ever towards it. we are we now? Episode thirty-seven. So we're getting there, and I'm going to be away for a few days. Well, actually, I think the only day that impacts us is Friday, but that's not till September. Uh, and I will uh, make sure to record uh, another episode so that uh, we are covered. Well, that's for me to worry about. So for now, I will uh, remind you in uh, in the best way that I can, as we do every every day, that as long as you can hear me, you exist. And because you exist... You are entitled to love and to be free from pain. You are connected, you are wanted, you are safe, and you are welcome. Go give yourself a hug.